Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast today. I'm super thrilled to have the guy on the phone I have today, uh, Booger Brown. He's part of a show called uh, The Cowboy Way Alabama. Um, it's funny because I try to stay up on all the cowboy stuff that's out there. And uh, one of the reasons I started this podcast was just because my, of my love of, you know, the cowboy lifestyle, cowboy businesses and everything about it. And uh, this show has been on, I think it just went into its fourth uh, ep- uh, fourth season. And so I just found out about it a couple months ago. And so I've been binge watching it and I absolutely love it. Um, and so I reached out to, uh, to Booger and to see if I could get him on the podcast and he graciously agreed to come on. So um, I'm thrilled to talk to him today, today and hear his story and, uh, uh, you know, to find out about how they ended up with this show and, and, uh, and uh, just what he's got going on in the future. So Booger, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Hey bud, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, you guys have been on for, like I said, you're going into the fourth season, I guess now. And uh, yes, sir. I, I just, you know, I just found out about it and I first saw it and I thought, I, I mean, you know, I saw it and I thought, well, what is this? You know, and I thought maybe it was a, like a one-time deal or whatever. And I realized it's a mm-hmm. whole, whole series. And then I start watching it and uh, you guys are uh, hilarious, but then you're also, <laughs> you, you guys are hands and, and you guys are the, the real deal. And so. Um, Thank you. If you just give us give us a little background, you know, on you and, and you know how you got okay. started in in, in uh, being a cowboy, and, and we'll kind of go from there. All right, yeah, we um, we've got our show, the Cowboy Way. Kind of really started out in Cowboy Way, Alabama. Sort of got it down and out, just a Cowboy Way. We sort of made our own brand, and doing our own thing, and we've um, you know, it's a good, clean family show. I mean, you can watch it with your whole family, ain't got to worry about anything in it being out of the way. I'm real proud of that. INSP network is such a small network. It's one reason you hadn't been able to, to see it, you know, and, or find it, but that's what they're doing. They're branching out. They're starting with some reality TV. They're making a few more movies. You know, they've run so many reruns for years, like Walker, Texas Ranger, Bonanza, Little House on the Prairie. That's been their thing. And they're trying to branch on out and get bigger. So they reached out to us because they knew their fans and that their viewers wouldn't just you know, wouldn't just plunge off the hill and start watching something totally different. So a lot of folks like to watch them more Western. So they just tried to come in with a little bit of a modern day Western, so to speak. And, um, they came in and came into our lives and started filming us. You know, we got started with this really within like five years, I guess, uh, our production company, Glassman, they made a sweet home, Alabama. They also got a, another show on NBC and, They've done a lot of shows over the years, but this is their longest-running um, reality show yet, and probably their one of their smallest, if not the smallest, kind of starting-out deal that they've done. But um, they had Sweet Home Alabama, which was a dating show on CMT, and Cody was on the first episode, a uh, first season. I'm sorry, and then they needed somebody else, so Bubba came in on the third one, and everybody kind of hit it off with Andrew, and then they got where they wanted to really step out of the just using the cowboy 
Cowboy theme, I guess you could say, is them guys being on the on the show looking for a date, Cowboys looking for a date. They wanted to come down and see what we was all about. So we started out. They came down, and they got to see what we had going on. They said, man, this is enough to make a show. So they kind of rolled on out from there, and here we are. <laughs> so did, now did you ever see yourself as a, as a TV personality? You know, I don't want to sound conceited if I said that, but I've always looked, always been into entertainment. I was the mascot back in high school. Like I just, uh, I've done comedy hunting videos. Me and my buddies, we actually filmed them for drama class. We made our own own video from start to finish. And I've always been interested in this type of stuff. And I, you know, our comedy hunting was just, just funny. It was just little old silly skits we we made up of us us deer hunting and and just different things, you know. But a lot of hunting and even some turkey hunting and uh, just old old silly old junk we come up with and had a great time doing it you know we'd film it we had us a, a camcorder and we was out there filming it and we'd edit ourselves and didn't even have a tripod we'd prop it up on a stump or a, a hood of the truck so i've always been interested in in cutting the fool because i always knew it was so much funnier you know funnier on camera jokes are so i've i've always enjoyed it but i never really thought i'd be doing exactly what i love on TV. I did not think that I would ever be on TV being a cowboy. And it's something I have always done. It's, I didn't see that coming for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, it's so cool, man. I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I love the show. I, I love, you know, all your guys' characters and the way you guys' families are, are a part of the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and you, you know, you don't know when you're watching TV, you know, how much is real, how much is, you know, mm-hmm for the show or whatever. Um, but it mm-hmm. seems, it seems like a lot of the things you guys do are actual things, but then you kind of ham it up a little bit during it. Is, is that kind of how they film it or do they actually write scripts or? No, we don't write scripts. We know what we're going to do. Like, Hey Booger, what you got going on? Like, listen, I sold five loads of cattle last week. Like, wow, golly, you know, we want to film that or next week or something. They'll show up to film it. And what'll happen sometimes, like we might not get a, uh, we might not have an inter, you know, we might, they say, Booger, we never got, we never got you uh, talking to the guy on the phone. Like what started this deal? Next thing you know, you're, you're shaking hands and loading cattle. So we have to go back and me and the guy would re-talk on TV or something, you know, and that way they could, they, oh, we got it on film now. Cool. You know what I mean? And, and, um, and sometimes when we rope cattle, you know, they're like, I never got you running across the field. Like, where'd you come from? I run across the field and, they'll say, well, run back by me. Let me film that again. You know what right. I mean? So they might chop it up and piece it together. And, and sometimes, sometimes we'll do stuff like that to make the, the deals go together. But, you know, it's all, you know, if it didn't, if we didn't film it right there in the moment, it's pretty much filmed in the moment. You know I mean? It's reenacted, I guess you could say. Not really reenacted. I don't know what to say. They just have to piece it all together. Right. And that's the, other than that, it's great. I mean, it's great what we do and, our family stuff, you know, and a lot of times they don't film a lot of what we do is what's crazy. And they'll say like, um, well, Booker, we don't want to film that. You know, I don't really think that's interesting. I'm like, all right, so I'll go and do something and it won't make TV. And I hear, I hear this from real cowboys. They'll post, and they'll say, yeah, every time they go mess with cattle, something's jumping a fence. I'd, I'd run them guys off. Well, <laughs> the cow didn't jump the fence. When we drive into the pens nice and quiet, it's boring. Nobody right. wants to see it, you right. know? Right. So they, they edit it out and, um, they do away with it. And sometimes I'll tell you what we do do that really don't get on TV as much is we pick at one another, just like I think anybody on any job. And that's why we make our day go by. And sometimes they don't really show that as much, 
some of our funny scenes, we we sort of look like we're taking them serious because they edit out the laughing as much. But I'm like, y'all need to show that more in like real time because we're always cutting the fool or messing with one another, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny, man. And, and, you know, it's interesting. It's so easy for people nowadays to you know, get on uh, social media. I, I call them keyboard cowboys, you know, and just start slinging stuff at people. But, uh, uh, you know, I guess uh, they got to try to have a voice somewhere. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's something I always tell people. <clears throat> it's like, excuse me, uh, if you see something out there, it's like a rodeo association. I gave a speech the other day. And they asked me to come and do it and make an appearance, get out awards, and I did it, and I spoke and everything, and, and something I got behind them, I said, I see so much stuff like in churches today, you know, everybody's like, well, I don't like the way they're doing things, and you know what, when you had enough of something, if you can't change it, and you don't dang sure don't like it, then leave, <laughs> but if you see something out there, like, for example, our TV show, there's so much garbage out there on TV, I mm-hmm. see, and that's that there ain't nothing but, it's garbage, there's piles of it, and I'm embarrassed to watch it with my uh, four-and-a-half-year-old stepson, I don't even want him watching some of that stuff on TV, so when you get out there and say you pick out our show and we do 15 things and you're like, oh, that's cool. And you do one thing. They're like, oh, that, oh, that was silly. A lot of people are like, yeah, I turned it off after y'all did such and such. I'm like, dude, why don't you step, get behind it? You know what I mean? Get behind something that's good and make it better. Help it. You know, everybody ain't perfect and everything ain't perfect. But get behind it. Not just our TV show. But get behind organizations, your church, uh, cowboy organizations, because we're kind of a dying breed. And that's something I, I never thought we, I would see us on TV or see me on TV promoting so much as cowboy. Because I'm like, a lot of people's not into cowboys anymore. But that's what makes our show unique. There's no other one out there like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and I, I agree with you with, with the TV thing. That's why I, I got so excited, you know, when I saw it and, and started watching it. Uh, there's... You know, and and like you say, the old westerns. Um, you know, I grew up on them. You know, and and mm-hmm. there was always a moral to the story, and uh, you know, like Gunsmoke and and Bonanza, all yeah, of them, right. and uh, Roy Rogers, all the way down. And and it's just it's so cool to see you guys, and and just be. You know, I mean, you guys are modern cowboys. You know, and and you got a TV show, right. and it's just I just think it's I just think it's the coolest deal. So now Thank you. you you um you're you're a horse trainer also and and that's what you did before the show came about you trained horses and raised cattle yes sir yes sir i've done it i'm a fourth generation cowboy we come from mockley florida my i'm looking at a picture right here me and my dad my granddaddy and he was he was my favorite man in the whole world my granddaddy was and he passed away uh this october be four years ago and he uh he was a heck of a man and 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 his his uh, great-granddaddy come over from England, and he went to Cuba and then come on over, and, and he ended up hiding out down there, and they couldn't find him. And he, he changed his name from to Brown from Goodhine. And there's piles of Florida history books that tell all about it. And then Frank Brown was my great-granddaddy, and, and uh, Bill Brown started trading with the Indians down there on the Seminole uh, Big Cypress Reservation. Mm-hmm. And um, and Frank, Frank ended up, doing the same and then frank was raised with all them indians and he ended up uh kept the trading post going and went on with it and he would go to fort myers and take otter hides and gators and poon birds and and so he had a lot of auctions well that's when the cattle industry started started getting on down there around that time and then they ended up my granddaddy got into cattle and um he had some other people like william birdine birdine department stores he he come in that country and just had 
old about a township down there and my granddaddy hooked up with mr william and some other ranches around there and that's he got his own cattle and then just kept kept rolling on you know until we uh we finally decided to move to alabama always been we've been here 25 years you know but that's that's kind of where my family originated from and we uh it was it was wild and woolly through them days of my granddaddy growing up and my frank brown was a he became an indian agent for the seminoles and he actually uh at their funeral when they got done at his funeral the indians come and read him his indian rights and treated him just like he was indian (laughs) no kidding yeah that's kind of cool times yeah that's that's an awesome story you know and it's it's funny too like when when i you know found out about your show and, and, and then it was Cowboy Way, Alabama. It's funny how, you know, we can think as, as people, you know, cause I, I've been on the West coast my whole life, you know, California and Arizona here. And, and uh-huh. it's like, well, they're doing Cowboy Way, Alabama. You know, how many Cowboys are in Alabama? You know? And it's like, That's uh, right. you know, there's, there's, but the Cowboys are everywhere, you know? And, and uh, just uh-huh. hearing that, hearing that history there, you know, a lot of times people don't think about that, you know? Um, That's right. Cattle ranching in, in Florida and stuff. And, and what a history you got with your family just uh mm-hmm. such a cool deal so now um you guys are you got the fourth season done right yes sir and then and how how, how far ahead do you guys start uh filming the, the next season or how does that work well they kind of like to keep it hush hush about okay. when they go they like to make big announcements and all that good stuff but with all that said we're generally about six months out you know we generally it takes about six months to edit it and they like they don't like to start it up around christmas and all that there's so much christmas stuff going on and you know all this and so anyways we've kind of gotten to a rhythm of spring and fall when we're filming but uh like i said it takes a lot of edit but if we was to get another season i think it's going to come out a little bit quicker (laughs) (laughs) hopefully like that Gotcha. So now, now you get, you guys are on the INSP station. Is, is that, is that, mm-hmm. is that like a abbreviation for inspiration or what, what is that channel? It used to be, it used to be, and they changed it. They're actually talking about changing the name again because they're really trying to rebrand their whole deal. And that's something we're pretty excited about. You know, the Waltons, they're tough. I mean, the Waltons and Bonanza, some of them, but the Waltons are the main one. Like they'll get so many likes on Facebook, but they've had their viewers and they've been there for ever and their viewers don't like change obviously right they're watching the same shows for 40 years but the uh uh you know we're kind of really the the hottest thing they got coming up we, we've definitely headed uphill and and we're pretty excited about it and it, it keeps growing for us and they changed us from thursday night now we're sunday night so that's a big step up and um it's moving in the right direction you know maybe we're kind of a you know, a big fish in a small pond, so to speak. And maybe we can keep going like we're going and we'll hang out. I, I'm here to tell you it's work. You know, it, it's oh, nothing yeah. that was given to us and it's nothing that was, we were lucky enough to meet the right people. Mm-hmm. But as far as making this show, it's just as stressful as anything I handled in my life, considering <laughs> you got to make a show and you have to do your real life also. Yeah. I, I, I can only imagine because just doing uh, this podcast, you know, and, and this is new to me doing this and just doing this podcast, producing it, uh, any, any editing, the stuff that goes into it. Uh, it's, it's definitely not something that's is easy at all. And it gives you a whole new respect for people that work in, in entertainment or in, anything like that. Uh, I, I could only imagine. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, it's kind of like you got 200 head of cattle to work. And that's a big, you know, it's a big job. In the morning, we got to go work 200 head of cows. 
Right. All right. Well, now I'm going to have 10 people out there in the way filming it. <laughs> right, right, right. So you got 200 cows to work and 10 people to look over and it's just like oh and then if you do it in the summer you got the heat and you're trying to get done and they're filming and it's hot and uh, if you got you got the heat to contend with so you're out there and it'll here's sure enough to get to you trying to get it all done yeah absolutely now you guys just were recently um uh out in, in la i i saw a post about uh um Oh, what's the name of that show with, uh, it's on uh, the Hallmark home and channel. family. Yeah. Home and family. Yeah. Yes, so, um, now is, is this, is this station you guys are on? Is it part of the Hallmark network or, uh, no, sir. They're just, uh, kind of a sister station, I guess, just all, you know, kind of the same viewers and just got a good relationship, so to speak. The way was that your first trip out to Hollywood? No, I've been out there six or eight times working on the show and different oh, yeah. stuff. And it's, it's, uh, it's a job. It's just a different world out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Booger, how, how did you get your name? Cause your name's Chris, Chris Brown, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. My granddaddy gave it to me when I was little, he loved to give everybody a nickname and he said I was a Booger monster. And I mean, I was just into everything and he just got calling me Booger. <laughs> And it stuck, huh? My grand used to give everybody a nickname, yeah. It stuck to me. That's great. Now, did you uh, did you uh, rodeo in high school or college or anything? Or uh, did, did I what now? Did you rodeo in high school or college? Or I, I high school rodeoed, yes, sir. What what events did you do? Uh, team roping. Yeah, that's the only thing I did. I kind of got into it later on. I got into roping. I really enjoyed team roping, but I. Around here, we really didn't have nothing to really, you know, nothing to go by. It was me and right here from my area, there was only two of us that done it. And we had to travel everywhere and we, you know, we had to get us on arena. And, and that's something I want for Matthew, you know. I train horses and um, we're currently trying to buy us another place. It was in the show, you know, we was finally forced to sell my, my family land we've had for all them years. And it was some tough times we went through. And me and Jacqueline, my new wife, we're trying to find a place, and that's something that's big, that one day Matthew's going to have an arena. That's my son, and he's going to have an arena whether he wants to rope or not. I've (laughs) always said it. I've always wanted it, and I was like, I don't care if the grass is knee-deep in it. If he wants to rope, we'll go out there and disc it up, and we're going to rope, you know? That's great. Yeah, yeah. I saw saw that episode that you guys were were, um, looking to – to get a new place. I mean, I think the last episode I watched, you you were just getting ready to meet with somebody about it possibly or something. Mm-hmm. Is that taking place yet or not yet? Not yet. We've been running to a lot of dead ends, you know, there's some other people around here that big business, so to speak. And they, they kind of sucking up the land and paying way too much land rent. A lot of people kind of, you know, it happens everywhere. People yeah. think, Oh wow. So-and-so is coming into town. He's a millionaire. It don't help the little man. It all it. Yeah. He'll, He'll hire, he'll hire so-and-so. Yeah, he hires y'all for minimum wage, and then, he, and then he goes around and pays double what land rent's worth so some young rancher or a young farmer can't make a go of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the way it is sometimes, huh? It is, and it's, it's tough on people. And, it's, and then big businesses, you know, heck, a lot of folks are done ha- – they have their millions made when they start it, so they're in there just playing, and, you know, it – I don't know. It just kind of, it puts a damper on young families. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, you guys just celebrated uh, what your, your one year anniversary, right? You and your wife. Yes, sir. 
Yesterday, sure did. Oh, that yeah, okay, that was yesterday. Okay, well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, very cool. So now, are, are you guys, um, you guys team roping now competitively at all, or are you just? Uh... Man, I'd love to. We got kicked off this spring over here at Rena Rover by the house, and we all got to go and and we uh we didn't get to. Man, it got hot, and we got to filming, and that's the way it went. And that's kind of what we got going on. I mean, we're, we're just so busy. I am especially. Right. I trade a lot of cattle, um, you know, and I had that going on. I've been trading cattle really all summer here and there, not counting taking care of cattle, working cattle, preparing for a TV show, and then just uh, um, I've got a cattle drive coming up. been doing a little more events. Um, I've got something I've kind of put together, a cattle drive, and, We've, uh, that's going to be going on October the 11th through the 13th. That should be pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Now, since you guys started the show, have you guys, have you picked up any sponsors in terms of like for, you know, any, any cowboy tack or clothing or anything like that? Oh, American hats. Yeah. American hats since sponsorship. Willer Roats has as well. And um, a couple of different feed dealers has talked to us, but hadn't hadn't fired on anything yet. But uh, we're definitely all ears. Hadn't had a lot of time to go hunt them down, but definitely got a lot to um, lot to offer. We're kind of free and open, so someone had some sponsorship they was interested in. We've got all of our social media. That's all belongs to <laughs> belongs to us. And um, you know, we use stuff on the show. The show really don't promote anything, mm-hmm. but we're allowed I mean we can use any of our stuff you know yeah yeah and then you guys you guys run all your own social media then huh yes sir that that's a full job in and of itself running full social media you ain't telling me nothing I don't know <laughs> I'll tell you what man it's it's full time and I I you know I'm not a not a rude fellow when somebody asked me something and said man I love your show I said thank you I appreciate it. You know, I really do. If it wasn't for the viewers, we wouldn't have it. And it, and it, I appreciate the people watching it because we're going to reach out to other people. And I get stories all the time. People, you know, you know, man, I, I just love watching y'all. He said, you know, y'all got to have such a positive influence on this and that. That's the kind of stuff that makes me feel good. I, I, different people ask me to call them, and I try to do it, especially a kid. You know, I, I talked to a little kid the other day that, oh, what did he have? Um how do you say it? Cerebral palsy. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cerebral. His legs and all. And, and I told him, I'll message him back. They wrote my wife. I said, I'll, I'll, what's your number? I said, I'll call you in 30 minutes. And she said, okay. I got freed up and I called him and there was nine people on there on, it was a FaceTime and talked to this little boy. And, you know, I've got a son of my own and, and man, just that phone call. I didn't stride work. I got home. I, you know, 30 minutes later, I got out of the truck and I called him and I, I was busy and I was unloading my stuff. And that little kid, I showed him my dogs and he sees the same dogs that I showed him on, on TV and the same horse, you know, I had at the moment and, uh, you know, unsaddling him and he just thought that was the coolest thing. And to be able to brighten up somebody's day with just a phone call or a quick text or mailing them a picture, that sure is easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. And it's, it, it's just, it's, it's such a, such a positive thing and something that that's, you know, we continually need in this world, you know, and, and cause there's other yeah. that aren't as, as fortunate, you know, and, and people that are struggling with stuff. And I just, I just think that's so commendable, you know, and, uh, and, and, and again, like you say, it, it does take time and it takes effort, but uh, you know, it's just so it's great. So to simple. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so simple for people to do it. It's holding the door for a lady 
you know, uh, teaching your children to say yes or no, sir. Just stuff like that are big, and it's just, I don't know, it's things that are important to me, and and I'm proud of my son. When I see him go around strangers and walk up and ask him a question, he says, yes, sir, I just I, I make just a proud parent moment, you know, and whenever he, uh, people send you videos of him saying the blessing when he's at someone else's house or something, it's just that I just, I'm really proud of my son, you know, and I know he sees it at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great, man. That's, that's great. It's uh, you're, you're a great role model and, and, uh, you know, and, and your, your guys show exemplifies that too. I just, uh, I just think it's such a, such a cool deal, man. And I, and I love watching it and I just, I hope they keep you guys Thank on you. for a lot more seasons to come. Um, yes, sir. Now you, uh, you, your, your, your horse training uh, outfit is called, uh, was it B and B performance horses? Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Booger Brown performance horses. I've been putting on some clinics, you know, I've trained horses, my whole life and been lucky to be around a lot around around a lot of good trainers and learned a lot. And I have just, uh, and that's something I offered and, you know, offered to people is, um, what I learned, if they want to come and learn it, I'm more than happy to teach them. I have so many people that message me with horse problems and I'm like the best, I can't fix your horse on Facebook. Okay. Right. So right. I'm right. Like, the best thing we need to do here, you come to me, come and have a clinic. I can work with you on your problems or start your cold or whatever. And, um, and we do that. And like I said, I got the, I've got my own signature saddle. I got a man working on building some saddles. I, I like a particular saddle with a good flat seat with enough swells. If you have a horse that's giving you problems, whenever he does, he does try to dump you off or jump out from under you. It'll kind of hang on to you. And, um, it's just a certain kind of saddle. I really like to ride. So I figured the best thing to do is come out, develop my own saddle and, put my stamp on it you know and the saddle helps your riding people think oh yeah whatever you're trying to sell a saddle but i'm here to tell you you put different saddles on your horse and your horse will ride different yeah abs- you, for different reasons you know absolutely and, and what what's uh what's your saddle brand that's just the booger brown signature saddle booger yeah. Bra- okay and well i'll yeah. put i'll put all the information where people can can uh look that stuff up that's fine in the show notes too just- yeah, my, my uh, website's uh, boogerbrownalabama.com. Okay. And I'll have all the stuff. The saddle's actually in the making. I haven't got it all out yet. I okay. haven't put that out. But um, we're doing horse clinics. We're not doing any more this year. Uh, they'll all start back next year because we're strapped from here to Christmas. Yeah. And then, um, uh, we, but we do have the cattle drive going. And that's something else I've developed an event. that It starts on October the 11th. And everybody leaves on October 14th. We provide two meals a day and we're going to drive the cattle around 20 miles the last night we'll go through town have a band and uh let everybody have a dance everybody can enjoy yourself and uh that's sort of a that's something else that i have so many people say hey man i want to come down and work with you for a day or two so i put together the cattle drive so you could get so many people can come out meet you hang out with you get to work cattle with or drive cattle with you and you know we're going to camp out and have just have a good relaxing clean fun time and uh i think that's a good deal i think that's something that driving them cattle through town shows kids and shows people that it can be done and and what we're doing and it's the old-fashioned way you know there'll be a kid standing on the sidewalk that says you know what that was so cool mom i want a horse or, or i'm fixing to go talk to the guy that old old man george down the road that has a horse i'm fixing to go and start riding with him because that 
inspire a kid to get into our field and our cowboy way of life and our horseman way of life and, and learn how to do it and take, take it over for the, you know, generations to come. Absolutely, man. I, I, I can't agree with you more. That's so cool. So yeah, I just, I just had seen the deal on your cattle drive. So it, it, that's the October 11th through the, through the 18th, is Four, it? 14th. You ever want to leave on the 14th? We're going to drive cattle for two days. Okay. And the, the, the path we got chosen, you can bring your trailers, like your horse trailer, and stay in them. You're allowed to run your generator. But other than that, there ain't going to be anything. And and I did that. I go to them chuck wagon races, and I, I know some really great people. A great friend of mine, Reggie Little, puts on one. He's fixing to be at Loretta Lynn's Ranch next month. Mm-hmm. And um, I was invited to come up there and put on a horse a horse clinic and all. And due to filming and my busy schedule, I couldn't make it. But there's a lot of people that's retired, and they don't want to sleep on the ground under the stars. They want to sleep in a bed, but they'd love to go on the cattle drive. They'd love to follow us. They'd love to ride and get be a part of it. So that's another way we kind of made it made it possible for all ages to be able to be able to make it and come with us, you know? Yeah. And now are you guys going to film this for the show too? Well, they was, and now they're talking about, they, they don't think there are. And I said, you know, that's fine. Whatever you want to do, we're going to keep this sort of smaller. Right. Um, I'll be looking at around 50 people. So that way everybody can get a little bit of the driving, get them a piece of the pie. Right. And you know, uh, this is really a stepping stone. That's what I was saying earlier about, making making stuff happen this is kind of a stepping stone with the local city because when i first approached them i had to talk to the state the city when we oh i don't know about driving cows i ain't never had this <laughs> that question before and i'm like look bud i can drive these cattle by myself you know like we're gonna have overkill of folks it can be done and this is kind of an event that i want to get going and you know maybe next april or march I mean, i'm sorry april or may Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to have a big one. I'm wanting to have a cattle drive and a rodeo, you know, coming to town with the cattle. And uh, I think it'd be a good deal all the way around. But yeah. we got to get it sold to the people. You know, people let us cut through their property. They're like, yeah, sure. And it sounds like, ah, I don't really know. But once I see us ride through one time and everything goes good, they'll be cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a great idea. And then you're going to have uh, entertainment too. Uh, you've got uh, a couple mm-hmm. of entertainers. Who, who's that? Who's going to be playing there? That's on the 13th. Uh, Shane Owens, he's one, he's from right here, Sampson. He's been, he's, uh, he's been in Nashville a lot. He's taken a, um, I don't want to tell his whole story for him. He's, um, he's, he's taken over the traditional country. Like he's, he's up there bumping elbows with Randy Travis and Charlie Daniels and the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, he's been doing that. He's got a couple songs out, uh, well, one older one he's had out 19 and that's a pretty good hit for him. And, he uh we also got Brittany Grimes. She writes a lot of her own songs. A young female, she can play really well. She agreed to come with us. She's actually gonna be going on the cattle drive with us and then playing that night. She'll probably pick her guitar around the fire a little bit as well. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. Man, well that that's awesome. So you you're, th- you're this is the first one you're gonna kick off here in October and then you're thinking possibly next May if it all goes right, somewhere around there, you're gonna have a little bit bigger one. Yes, sir. That's right. And we're really wanting to, you know, everything goes good, everything, we really get this deal sold. And we might not have it right here in Sampson, Alabama. It might might be, I don't know, might be somewhere else. Who knows where. But uh, we might have anywhere in the country or just, I don't really know. I'm all ears, but I just like to keep it going. Yeah. And uh, you can find out details on the BoogerBrownAlabama.com. 
on my website and we um i'm pretty excited about it i sure am because it should be a fun time yeah yeah it it sounds like it and i i I, I wish I could come out there for this one, but uh, um, a little short notice. But the next one, you guys get it going. I might just have to. I might have to roll out there. That'd be really cool. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, you, well, we're 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 getting close to our the end of our time here. What uh, what's your okay. be, besides your show? What's what's your favorite cowboy movie? Oh heck, it has to be Lonesome Dove, ain't it, everybody? Yeah, that's that's right up there with everybody. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. It's, I, got, it's got to be one of the greatest of all times just because the realism and they, it's hard to find any cut corners in that show you know yeah. it's it, it was so real and it just has has everything you know he, he buries his friend and had loyalty had love had hard times yeah. the hang old jake you know what yeah. i mean they didn't oh. take no bull yeah <laughs> yep i agree man I, I can't even count how many times i've watched that Oh my goodness! Which I love Tombstone. That was an awesome movie. Yeah. Um, there's there's some good ones out there. Yeah. Um, how about uh, well, I we know that your hat brand's uh, American. Um, mm-hmm. and, and uh, how about boots? You got a favorite boot brand? You know, I don't. I've wore some Twisted X's that just oh, and I wore some Tony Llamas that massaged my feet when I walked in them. <laughs> but I have had a bad problem with boots. I have a I have very few boots that fit me just right or, or really comfortable to me for some reason. I, I really don't. I'm definitely looking for a good boot for a good sponsor, a well, good you, sponsor with a good boot. I should say, cause I, I ain't, I ain't found one yet that I just sure enough love every single pair they make. Well, the, the, I'll tell you, do you think that the boot makers would be jumping at, at the chance to, you know, have a, a superstar such as yourself uh, on their on mm-hmm. the on their roster. So we're gonna have mm-hmm. to, we're gonna have to put that out there and uh, see if we can't That'd get be them, fine. you know come calling. Um, and then uh, uh, your country music or your music, of course, is uh, yeah, you like old school music. Any other kind of music you like or any western? Not or country much. Music? No, I like it. I like just pretty much country music. That's right. That's all I ever like. I like country when it wasn't cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you wrote probably with Willard Ropes since they sponsored you now. That's that's a cool deal. Yeah, Willard's been really good. I've used Willard Ropes before I got into um, – before I got on television. I've used them, them uh, Tim of Five Polys. I've used them, and um, I reached out to them. I was like, listen, yeah, we'll check you out. Next thing I talked to them the next week, they were like, yeah, sure, we'll send you some ropes, man. This This is great. We see you using it. They actually knew about the show, and then American Hats, I've wore them for a long time now, you know, and the um, – so they've been good, but Willard Ropes has been really good to us and are good to me. And the uh, uh, pretty much it. I mean, I got my my preference in jeans. hadn't really had hadn't really hit up a jeans sponsor yet, but maybe they'll uh, maybe want to come around. What 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 do you like in jeans? What what do you wear mostly? I generally, I wear Eric's Eric's Wrangler shirts and Eric jeans and. Very cool. So you now, do you guys don't have agents yet, huh? No, we don't. No. In in no, been doing some appearances. I've been doing some, and they've uh they've been really good. Went to some horse sales. Pretty much everybody uh, appearance. The appearance I made is just uh stuff that I was already affiliated with. Some of it wasn't. Of course, always get 
train it. I helped 4-Hers with their horses, and and I put on you know the clinics and stuff as that. Went to some rodeos, gave out awards, uh, some rodeo banquets, uh, rodeo association banquets. Um, um, trying to think of what else I've done. Had a you know a horse sale, which um, folks that I do business with. Yeah. You know, hired me to come and promote it. Didn't have no problem with that. I don't like promoting products I don't believe in. I tell you that right now. I ain't much of it on being a sellout. Absolutely. But uh, I don't really stand for it. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree 100% there. Um, yeah, well, it's very cool, though, man. I mean, I'm just uh, so excited to to have been able to get you on the uh, – you know, on the podcast and, and I'm so excited yeah, thank you. to, uh, you know, the, with the success the show's had, and I'm sure it's going to continue to have. And, uh, we're going to throw it out there and try to try to get some, uh, some, uh, some more sponsors coming your way. Cause I, I, I think you guys deserve it. Thank you, bud. I appreciate it. I had an old high school friend that used to tell me all the time. He said, he called me up and said, what'd you do today? And I tell you, I start up most time. I just got home, you know, it's like, man, I had to just like today. I'll just tell you what I did today. Right. I pinned a bunch of, I pinned about 75, 80 head of cows this morning, right by myself and a set of portable pins, horse and dogs. And, and it wasn't no ideal setup whatsoever. Foggy. Oh my goodness. It was so foggy this morning. Had one bull I had a back ride and fine. It wasn't in there. And he run off in a, uh, a, a cattail covered green lettuce gator hole. I mean, a daggum soup hole of a pond and got <laughs> off out there in that. And, and, uh, we finally got him out of there. I did finally got him out. I'll say we, I'm talking about me and the dogs. Right. And, uh, we got him out of there and then I went back and pinned all the cows, and baby calves and got them in the pen. And sure enough, I finally got all the cattle pinned. But, um, little stuff like that he say man you had to, you got the most interest in life every day is an adventure and he said and then he'd tell me other time he said they need to make a show about you you always got something going on and shoo, i'm 35 now in my 20s i flat sure had something going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and now you got a show too <laughs> yeah i got a show and a family and got a little boy and when i first met my wife and he uh he loved playing with cars and his prior father passed away of melanoma cancer, and he uh, he was a, he had a his own business uh, a lot, and on he sold cars. Well, Matthew loved cars, and I was like, you know, I might not never get him away from cars. And it wasn't long till we got together. Next thing you know, he was putting on his cowboy hat, running <laughs> out, ain't nothing but ropes, and he's drawing pictures of roping cows and riding bulls is what he taught. You know, he's always wanting something to do with cowboy nowadays. Oh, that's so that's so cool. So cool. Well, hey, Booger. Um, again, I want to just thank you for coming on. I, I know you're busy and you you, you got stuff to do. So, um, again, just thanks again. And, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, watching your show and just seeing all the other things you, you guys develop and, and, and got going. And I'll be sure and put links to everything in the show notes so people can find you, follow you on social media and your, your website. Uh, check out your okay saddles and stuff as soon as they're here and um and everything else all right bud well i sure appreciate it hey thanks again all right buddy thank you every friday afternoon i hitch up the trailer saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler I'd drive that old back road 
until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs, $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same, the minute we ride in to the rope and pin. can tell someday I just might be we'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems yeah we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pin And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the rope and Well, I ain't no play your speed. But I give her hell, hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pin of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down.